Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the Tube Community Church podcast. I'm your host and digital pastor, Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you once again so much for joining us today on this podcast. I'm excited about what I want to encourage you with and speak to you today on this podcast. But before we do that, I just want to once again say say thank you to all of you that are listening, that are applauding, that are favoriting it, uh, and just checking out this podcast in general. Thank you so much. If you listen to this via Anchor, you can hit the applause button or you can favorite it. And I just want to say thank you so much. I want to just give a fan shout out today to Edna McMullen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, She is a high school, uh, someone I went to high school with, a classmate back in the day. And uh, I've been friends with her on Facebook and it happened to, I don't know if I, I can't remember now if I messaged her or somehow invited her to listen to it and she's checking it out. So Edna, shout out to you for listening to the Tube Community Church podcast. And really that's what this podcast is about. We exist to connect mobile followers of Christ and the global church. Our mission is to create digital content to help followers of Christ live for Jesus in a digital world. And part of what I created this podcast for is exactly for people like Edna. Uh, Shout out to Tracy Gills. Shout out to Greg Walden. Those of you that have favorited the Tube Community Church podcast. Because there's so many people that God has brought into my life along the way um, that that aren't in physically in my life right now, but we can stay connected like this through podcasting. Uh, and I want to continue to speak into your life. So maybe if you were a part of my youth group back in the day, maybe you, if you were a part of when I was a worship young adults pastor in South Dakota or a, a lead pastor in Utah or I, I don't know, somewhere along the journey, we were able to connect and uh, now we can connect once again via the Tube Community Church Podcast, so thank you so much for listening. Today, I want to talk about what do you do when you're defeated? What do you do when you're defeated or or you failed? And, and I guess we could kind of lump those two terms or those two words together, defeat and failure. They kind of go hand in hand, I guess, or they're connected with one another. And this thought came to me the other day, not when I was watching, but I'm a, I'm a big NBA guy, and this is the time of year where you have the NBA playoffs and the NBA finals. And so right now in the NBA finals, we have the Golden State Warriors, and we have the Cleveland Cavaliers facing off. And the Golden State Warriors are this dominant team. They're filled with superstars and great caliber players. And then you have the Cleveland Cavaliers who really have no stars except the greatest player or one of the greatest players of all time, LeBron James. And he's just, they're no match for the Warriors. Even though they have the, the greatest player in the NBA, uh, it, it just, he, he, they're not going to be able to win. I'm sorry. I know they're down three games to zero and there's still the possibility of a comeback and that would be amazing, but it just seems impossible. And the other day I was uh, watching just some highlights and things like that and you could just see LeBron James after the game, after getting defeated by the Warriors, and just that look and that the, uh, of, of his face of just, you could see defeat all over him. And I know for some of us, we were going to say, well, he's rich, he's a billionaire, uh, he's got everything he could ever want, you know, I don't feel any amount of sympathy for him, but guess what, no matter how much money he has, no matter all, you know, the things that he has that we'll never have, he still feels defeat and failure. And man, you could see it all over his face. And I just began to think about that in my own life and my own journey, because there's been moments 
in my Christianity and my following Christ where I have felt defeated, where I've been defeated, where I have failed. And what do we do with that? Because all of us are going to have that feeling no matter how rich we are, no matter how spiritual we are. Uh, we're just going to deal with defeat. We're going to de- def- we're going to we're going to have failure in our lives. So what do we do with that as followers of Christ? And that's what I want to encourage you. Well, I want to help you and speak some things into your life that I hope will encourage you and help you today. Today, all right. So what do we do with defeat? And I began to process that. Okay, and I didn't want to just give you my own opinion. I just didn't want to give you my own spiel. I just really began to think about. The Word of God. Okay, what's in the, the Word of God that can encourage someone and help me with defeat? And all of a sudden, I began to think of Psalm 51. Now, Psalm 51 is written by David. And David, although in most of our minds, he's remembered as a great man of God. He's remembered as a man after God's own heart. He's the one who killed the life. But we have to remember that there was some serious moments of defeat and failure in David's life. And specifically... There's the whole David and Bathsheba thing. And that's really where Psalm 51 comes out of. And I'm just going to read verses 10 to 12. But in the opening part of Psalm 51, before it even starts off, it says, For the director of music, a psalm of David, when the prophet Nathan came to him after David committed adultery with Bathsheba. And so David, in this particular moment, is is dealing with defeat and failure. And he realizes he's done wrong. And he realizes that that uh, he's not right and, and he's I'm sure having all these emotions and all these feelings and the prophet has just told him that he's been disobedient and and I guess now what is his response going to be how is he going to respond in this moment of defeat and this moment of failure and I encourage you read all of Psalm 51 but I'm just going to read the three verses and give you three thoughts for today and here's what it says in Psalm 51 verse 10 to 12 it says create and me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. So what do we do with defeat? What do we do with failure when we get there? And here's three things I want to give you today to encourage you, to bless you as you live for Jesus in your life. The first one is this. And verse 10, it says, create in me a pure heart, O God. You know, the first thing we need to do, I believe, when we're facing defeat and failure is we need to look at ourselves. We need to take a look in the mirror. And I, and I love how David did that. He says, God created me a clean heart, O God. He, he instantly looked at himself. He instantly pointed the blame and took ownership and responsibility for his failure and for his defeat. You know, we live in this culture of deflection. We live in a culture that when we mess up and when we fail, we instantly, our instant reaction, my instant reaction, I think our instinctual human reaction is when we face defeat, when we face failure, we want to start pointing fingers. We want to deflect. We want to instantly put the blame on someone else. And you know what? I'm grateful that in this moment that David didn't say, well, you know what, Lord, I was stressed. I was going through a hard time. It's someone else's fault. Uh, It's Bathsheba's fault. Uh, You know, it's not my fault, God. I I mean, I I was under a lot of stress, but he said, God, create in me a clean heart. He said, God, I realize that this defeat and this failure, it's about me and I need you to change 
me. I need you to create in me a clean heart because this defeat and this failure is because my choices, my decisions, and my actions. You know, when we face defeat and failure, the first thing we need to do is not deflect, not point at someone else, but we need to to grab the mirror and look at ourselves in the mirror and say, God created me. God, I want you to start working on me. You know, I'm getting ready to, or I just did celebrate my 19 year wedding anniversary. And man, marriage is hard. It's not always easy. It's difficult. We, we face defeat and failures in our marriage. And typically, what do we do in our marriage? Man, we, we point the finger at the other person. We, we say, hey, if they would just change, things would be better. But whether it's our, our own spiritual life, whether, it, again, it's in the workplace, whether it's uh, our marriage, when we go through defeat and failure, the first thing we need to do is look at ourselves. I like the way when I was listening to the sports radio the other day, they were talking about one, one of the other teams that were defeated in the NBA playoffs, the Houston Rockets, and they were talking about one of the players, James Harden there, and he now for the last few years has been bumped out of the play, playoffs without winning a championship. And one of the broadcaster said, you know, he needs to take self-inventory and look at himself and how he can change. And I thought, man, that's a great statement that that he needs to not look at his teammates, his coaches, the organization, but as he has faced defeat and failure his te- with his team, he now needs to go look at himself and say, how can I improve? How can I get better? What did I do? And so the first thing we need to do when we face defeat and failure is not point the fingers, not deflect, not look at other people, but look at ourselves right in the mirror and say, create in me something different so that I can be something different. So that when I face the same obstacle or another obstacle that I can walk through it with victory. Amen? So number one, what do we do with defeat? We look at ourselves. We look at ourselves in the mirror. We take self-inventory and say, God, I want you, I, this is about me and how I can change and how can I grow. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. Number two, do not, uh, or the, the second half of the verse and end of verse two, it says, and renew a steadfast spirit with me. Do not cast me from your presence. When we face defeat and failure in our Christian walk in, in our life, you know, the, the second thing I believe we need to do is run to the presence of God. We need to get in his presence one again, once again, because that's where we're renewed. That's where we're strengthened. That's what we're encouraged. And there's a little bit of, it's hard to explain that comment because you might be saying, well, Pastor Jeremiah, am I just supposed to read my Bible? Yes. Am I supposed to just pray? Yes. Am I supposed to go to church? Yes. But it's it's getting into the presence of God and just letting yourself be renewed. Now, this wasn't necessarily a defeat or a failure, but uh, I go to a great church and help out with a great church right now in Spartanburg, South Carolina called Bethel Church. And they're really a praying church. And uh, on Sunday morning, uh, when we're done with our service, we have altar time where people can just come and be prayed for. And that's really a powerful time where a lot of people just really encounter and engage the presence of God. And a couple weeks ago, and typically because I do the worship, I typically go up at the beginning, I go up at the end, and I'm playing songs while the altar time is going on. And the other week, pastor gave the altar call, and I came, or and instead of going up to my instrument and leading worship, 
I just wanted to be at the altar. I, I needed the presence of God. I needed to be in his presence. So you know what? I didn't even go grab my guitar. I came to the altar. I got down on my hands and I got my, on my knees. I got on my face and I started pursuing God. And all of a sudden we have a, an awesome, powerful and uh, sometimes aggressive prayer team. And I mean that in a good way. And they got all of them got around me and they started laying hands on me. And uh, I just felt renewed. I felt so refreshed as, as I was seeking the Lord, as they were seeking the Lord for me and praying for me. I just felt the refreshing of God's presence in my life. And I've had several of those moments at the church I've been at here in South Carolina. So, you know, when we're facing defeat, we need to get in the presence of God. David understood it and he said, God, don't cast me from your presence. God, as I'm facing defeat and failure in my life, the one thing I need right now more than anything is to be in your presence. So I encourage you today, when you face those moments of defeat, when you face those moments where you have failed, you need to run to the presence of God. I don't know whether that might mean running into your bedroom, cranking up a worship song and getting on your face, maybe going to church. Is probably The answer is probably all of the above, but you need to figure out how you can get in the presence of God. And that's what David realized. He's like, okay, this defeat, this failure, it's about me. And what I need now, God, is I need to repent and I need to get into your presence. So what do we do with defeat? Number one, we take a look at ourselves. We take a look in the mirror. We take self inventory. Number two, we run to the presence of God. And then number three, here's the third thing that happens in verse 12. It says, restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Here's one of the most powerful things we can do when we face defeat and failure. And it's simply this, go back to the beginning. Go back to the beginning. You know, David said, God, restore unto me the joy. David was crying out. He said, God, I've been through so much. I went through the, you know, I, I've been a king. I've been through battles. I've been through wars. I've been through, through, uh, David, the David and Goliath thing. And God, I've gone through so much in my life, but God, I want to go back to the place and I want the joy of my salvation to be restored. God, I want to go back to the place where it was me and you in the field, where I was watching sheep and I was playing my guitar and I was singing unto you and I was just in your presence. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Go back to the beginning. If you're a follower of Christ today, there's, I, I try to do this a lot. Maybe I don't even do it enough, but I try to um, go back to the beginning. I try to remember who I was before I had Jesus and remember what that feeling and what living like that was like. And then remember how God came in and radically changed my life and made me new. And, and, and it's amazing when I really take time to remember that and go back to that. It takes me back and all of a sudden I'm filled with joy. And I remember, why do I follow Jesus? Why, why do I love Jesus so much? It's not because I'm a pastor. It's not because I'm in ministry. It's not about any of those things. It's about a God who so loved me that he chose to reveal himself to me. A God who wanted to change my life and give me purpose and direction and hope. And I tell you what, man, even right now as I think about that and I go back to those moments, all of a sudden I'm filled with joy and I remember who I am. I remember why I am. I remember my purpose and I remember the joy of my salvation. So today, what do we do with defeat? Number one, we take a look in the mirror. 
We have to take self-inventory. We have to say, this is about me. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. Number two, uh, after that, the second thing that we need to do is get into the presence of God. Run to the presence of God. And number three, we need to go back to the beginning and allow God to bring the joy of salvation into our life once again. Hey, I hope you're encouraged today. Thank you so much for listening to the Tube Community Church Podcast. Continue to follow us. Man, I want you to message me. I want you to interact with me. I want you to hit the applause button. I want you to favorite this channel. I want you to keep following us. Right now, you can go to madetogiveministries at, gmail, at gmail.com. That, once again, is madetogiveministries at gmail.com. You can message me, and I love to interact with you. I'm praying for you, and I'm praying that God would allow you to walk in victory, and when those moments of defeat and failure come, that you would rise above them. You would take these steps, incorporate them in their life so that you can be victorious, and you can continue to follow Jesus. I am Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Tube Community Church podcast.